from the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump live. Hi, everyone. And I am wearing my Guns Out Range Day 2022 shirt. And we might be doing it again um, twice a year, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe we'll be doing something else. But we have some good, good ideas here. And yeah, there is some really cool stuff in the works that I think you all will want to know about. But I'm not going to really talk about that too much here because we are having a special guest who knows what not to do with a firearm now. He had to learn the hard way, but through his pain and suffering, we can all learn a little bit about everything. As you can see, we also have Hoffman and Shooting Gallery in New England on the show, as well as Rich. Paul Cullen is out there as well. Hi, Paul. How are you doing, man? Great, great stuff there. Uh, let's go ahead and bring on Rich. Rich, how are you doing? Grumpy! Not, not as good as you. I mean, my Carson Coffee consisted of getting dirty under a truck. Your Carson Coffee was hanging out with guys with Lambos and McLarens. Yeah. Um, some, something that I will probably never, ever, ever get to um, own because I am not rich like that. But whatever. You could at least rent one for a day. Yes. We also have something original. We're going to get to him pretty soon. And Shooting Gallery New England. And not only that, we also have... The Hoff. The Hoffman. Hoffman is a freaking awesome, awesome dude who I really, really like to hang out with. Not Hoffman Tactical. Not Hoffman Tactical. Tactical. I won't we wait. Got my shooting gallery. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I am here, but look at that. Look at that. 2AEDUs hitting us up with five bucks. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, 2AEDU. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, and I'm guessing we're probably going to see him shortly. Yep. I'm excited. I can't wait. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Bending Ballistics is out there? Yeah, he's going to be on my show tonight with Bolts for Bucks. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, 7.30 instead of 7. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, I was talking to Bending Ballistics. He's putting in another transfer case into his truck. And he's yeah. not rock crawling and breaking it up that way. It's just BS. Yeah, they totaled my car out. So now I got to get a new car. Where, what are you looking at? Don't tell me the Subaru. Don't yeah, tell me the Subaru. I, I was looking at. What's wrong with the Subaru? I drive one. You, you, you eat frog raw, drink lattes with your pinky up. What? Uh, I was gonna get a Crosstrek. I wasn't gonna get like a WRX. <laughs> Dude, that's what I. I'm telling you, go for it. Right. Richard Bonder has a WRX. Yeah. That was for the five dollars. The five dollars. Yeah, yeah you're a little late on the Wolverine, sir. Yeah, I know. And remember, Black Swan Tactical will be closing in 10 days. Forever. 10 days? Yeah. So what happens to everything in stock? It goes into my private collection. Uh-huh. No, I'll be giving a lot of crap away. Um, Rich, like, you'll get a bunch of patches. Okay, so oh, yeah. I like patches, just not out there. Well, you, you can bring them uh, when I see you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see each other next week. Me and Crump, you're gonna be riding down. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, blow that popsicle stand before shooting gallery New England gets in the car. Wow, wow. I'm <laughs> just joking, dude. It's gonna be awesome. Shooting gallery New England is going to be riding with me down from Atlanta. Down to range we day. Ha- we have to play, you know, Southern Hospitality by Ludacris as we're driving through Atlanta, though. Like, you know, it's only fitting. Well, okay. 
<laughs> so Luda. Ron Wayne is out there. Is, is Ron Wayne at like eighty nine hundred subs dude. or ninety eight hundred subs? I, I forget what it is. Dude, he but is he's way uh, the heck up. He there. blew way past John Crump alive. He was on the hills of. He's killing it. John Crump news. Ron Wayne, where was he? He was ninety nine eighty five. Yeah, that that was it. So, so, okay, so I want to talk about a little bit about Range Day and review a little bit of stuff. I we also want to get into what is going on with uh, someone's hand. So we, where oh, do you want to go first? Other way, Rich. My hands uh, are fine. Well, do, does everybody know who Scotty is? Uh, no, let's go ahead and talk to no. Scotty. Yeah, let's introduce him. Is a uh, guy. Name Scotty. Uh, I go by something original X on YouTube. Um, I was actually the guy who won the CRS Firearms Body Armor Challenge, and I promised uh, really high quality, consistent content, and then never got around to it. So now I'm just trying to make mediocre content and make that more consistent. I'm definitely going to milk this for every penny that it's worth, though. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about what happened. Oh, hold on. Before we do that, Announcement: Ron Wayne needs two subs to get to ten thousand. Dude, go to Ron Wayne and sub the motherfucker. Oh, whoops! <laughs> I'll drop the link, but drop if you, you want to search, it's Ron Wayne BB guns, and you'll find it on YouTube. Let's get with the ten k. He he is somebody I want to have on the show. Um, I don't think Ron Wayne talks. I, I don't think he talks on camera. Even on a even on an interview show, well, whatever, just go sub to him. <laughs> That's another story. Even wear like a hockey mask when you're on stream or something. Yeah, like Sabar Prince used to do. Yeah, yeah right? Sabar did the facial reveal on this show. All right, just sub to him. Okay, one more, then we got it done. Um, okay, so what happened to your hand? Okay. So, um, obviously, due to YouTube restrictions, I can't show a firearm. So, we're just going to show this as a prop. It's about the same size. I had a Carl Walther Model 4 32 ACP that was given to me from my grandfather. Uh, slide is about this big, and large hands and small slides don't combine too well. Um, the firearm did not actually malfunction. It was old ammunition. I'm going to misquote this heavily, but what I believe happened, what was told to me, the nitrate from the primer had actually leaked out onto the base of the cartridge. And when the when I had cocked it, one one round in the magazine, there was no slide lock, so I just had to let it go. And obviously, one of the primary rules of firearm safety, this thing is a death beam, and it does not discriminate, as shown by me. As soon as that slam uh, slide slammed home, detonated the cartridge, and I had a entry wound right. Actually, I'll demonstrate it here. Entry wound, center of the palm. Exit wound, the karate chop part of the palm. Thankfully, I'm making a full recovery, though, and I can move all of my tenants and phalanges. Yay! That is amazing that you can uh, that you didn't get more damage than what happened. So, yeah, I have an explanation yeah. for that. that that's right. why you never do what all these pinheads want you to do and go like this with the gun. You always go like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. That's Pulled it's by funny. The rear of the slide. That's why well, they originally put the slide serrations well, there. Well, the guy. Right. Yeah. Now, now it's fashionable to have the front serrations, and yeah, definitely could be easy to do that. Well, well, the guy. I've seen tons of people. They put their hand like over the muzzle. Well, well, mm -hmm. well, the guy that was talking about how I was unsafe with my holster test. <laughs> was holding his finger on the trigger while having his hand in front of the muzzle multiple times, and he's sitting there talking with the loaded and, firearm. And he's a, a qualified instructor. What, what do you say? He's been instructing for ten years, twenty or years, twenty years, or a hundred years. So, so I just want with to no safety glasses. Have you gotten a? Before we get into Scott Crump, have you got a cease and desist from said people yet? Oh, how, what, how, what are they, what are they going to cease and desist me on? I, I don't know. Have you Ooh, got... Ron Wayne contact? is 10,001 subs right Awesome. Now. Congratulations, Ron, Ron Wayne. That's awesome. Ron, you deserve it. <laughs> awesome. Very good. 
No, I'm not going to cease and desist because there's nothing to cease and desist. What are they going to say? Well, so what I got to say to that is uh, if they do sue Crump for anything, Discovery is a bitch. You don't want Discovery going on. Because that means all of the information gets pulled out in the open about what's going on. And it's going to be very evident everything that they're doing that isn't right. What like what are they gonna do? Oh, yeah, he uh, he bought it with his own money. That's what Discovery will show on my side. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, there's the whole uh, caveats between publicist and the other one. Uh, does that have anything to correlate with YouTube? Because you're just an independent source, and again, you've purchased that holster from that company, so you're open to comment about it, right? Correct. Yeah. That mic drop, though, I will say, thug life. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, when I when I showed like the testing with all the different, yeah. with all the different, like, dude, I like wouldn't just do it with one gun. I didn't say I had anything about. Uh, I didn't say I had other guns, but I figured that she probably would. So I was like, uh, I'll just keep this in my back pocket until I need it. You know, what? One more thing about that is, I I think it's a little interesting that she has her comments turned off. Well, she said because uh, the negative the negative comments about her holster. I I mean, look, I I have comments turned on on all of my videos, and we could go through but, and see all the nasty comments I got on my videos. Right, right. You know, and, I don't you know even what? delete my nasty comment. The only comments I delete is like from scammers. You know, the ones well, that were scammers. Like, like if if I get scammers commenting or like some racist stuff, I was like, whoa, you know, I like delete. I just don't want to be associated with that. No, I just de de delete scammers. Mm -hmm. Is that why you deleted me, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> the the racist and the scamming. Yes, you were a double header. Yeah. Yeah, the only only uh, uh, I the I mean I have deleted a video or two, but that's for very specific reasons. Well, we so, know had at least one deleted. Well, one. Well, that was YouTube. <laughs> I've deleted uh, well, videos if I see the performance tops out, and I'm like, ah, you know, it's not worth having it on. So CRS Firearms, Matt Hoover says. Basically, if you're not getting one sub per thousand on the video, delete it. So there's videos that I had pretty poor performance on, and it was more just kind of a channel update. And usually I'll, I'll post it on a Sunday, and 72 hours later I'll delete it. Because it doesn't get any traction after that. The people that care watched it, boom, then it's gone. You post on Sunday? Uh, sometimes. Sundays are actually pretty good. Yeah, really? Depending, yeah. Like my cigar channel does pretty good on, if I post on if I ever post on a Sunday. I mean, I don't usually post on Sundays just because I don't want to post on Sundays. But if I post on a Sunday, it does good. I post whatever day I get the video done on. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, usually, I'm busy on Sundays with family stuff, so keep them guessing. <laughs> Yeah. At uh, Alan Powell. Thank you very much, man. But I look like a Grantham's son. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at this. Oh, sorry. You actually the do. Flannel, though. The king of the So I, I was just looking through her tactical, and they have comments turned on on other videos, just not this one. Yeah, somebody, somebody people are putting comments. I'm not going to tell anyone to go put a comment on any of the other videos I I've commented or not. posted, uh, and but, I said, hey, so, some you know, just don't. let her know what you think in the comments. I didn't tell anybody what to do. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, it was a video, and... Uh, uh, it, it, seriously, I... Comment. 
I, I get the, the video I got probably the most comments on is a Kolyan Noir video where I'm critiquing him on the FN MDX. Is it MDX? RDX? MDR. MDR. Uh, the, I knew. the pointer safety, right? Yeah, yeah. So he. I, I actually got called a racist by somebody. It's like, well, it's in your DNA and he doesn't look like you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be critiquing him. I'm like, you obviously don't know who I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I critique skinhead. everyone. Well, that too, but... Um, it, you know, I, I actually looked up to Kolyan Noir until uh, he did the BDU softcore interview. Or softball, I should say. Softcore is different. Um <laughs> When when he like whitewashed BDU, I was like, yeah, he's dead to me. He's he's a sellout. I'm done with BDU. And I, I don't, I'm done with the BDU uh, versus so, rivalry drama. I mean, that's just getting stupid. So Big Daddy Unlimited is a company in Gainesville. Uh, I'm not going to trash him right now, but if if we see each other over a cup of coffee or a beer, I'll, I'll tell you the whole story. But um. BDU, the, the short story that he was dealing with was they participated in a gun buyback with the Gainesville police. So everybody was trashing him. And then Colleon does a sit down video with them. And I mean, he lives in Texas. They're, they're in Gainesville, Florida. I don't know who went where, but we're, we're talking big bucks to get a, a softball interview where Colleon kind of whitewashed them. And I don't mean to, I, I don't fault anyone for pimping a product and i'm not pimping franklin armory for any reason i got a t-shirt but i don't you know look if, if it's a good product feel free to you know feel free to talk about it and tell people to use it you know whatever safety doc is but, out there yeah i mean i've turned down <laughs> in it i've turned down sponsorships not just uh not just manscape but, I still think that's funny. You got uh, you got Manscaped reaching out to you. That's funny as hell. Yeah, not just Manscaped. Well, what about your boy, Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> I have not had uh, Raid Shadow Legends reach out to me yet. I'm sure that's coming. But no, uh, for example, there was a company producing a force reset trigger reaching out to me. And I don't want to promote a product that might get my viewers hemmed up if i say hey it's not gonna get you hemmed up and you get hemmed up now if they produce yeah. me a letter yeah, if you get a knock ATF, on the door an atf letter saying hey this trigger is all right which i don't agree with it but i you know i don't want to get my people hemmed up I've been trying to get a sponsor from BW Firearms, and every time I ask him, he just says no. Stop calling. I'm sure he just doesn't say no. Yeah, well, I, yeah. you know, we're we're trying to save something, you know. Look, I'm trying to whore for everybody, and nobody will even talk to me, you know. Yeah, right. Like I'll, I'll sell out to the first person that gives me like five bucks and a diet coke. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I have call no shame people up, it. and this is Richard from BWE Firearms, and I and all I hear is click. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, and it's these are like... people I know too. Yeah, well, the, I I get like I get tons and tons of uh, NFT offers. To like a uh, crypto, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, a lot of like NFT. What's that? Like, shout them out? Yeah. NFT. Nice fucking titties? No. <laughs> Non-fungible token. Non-fungible token. Yeah, I get tons of them, but there's too many out there that are just, like, straight-up scams. Yeah, yeah. So, anyhow, uh, let, uh, we, we kind of danced around a whole bunch of stuff. So, Scotty... Uh, when I saw you on Dark Show, you weren't moving your middle finger. So it looks like you're you're moving your middle finger. And just in case the people didn't get it, you you had your hand like this on the slide. Oh, let me get, get a slide. You had your hand like this on the slide. Yep. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, a little World War One pocket pistol. I got pretty decent sized hands, so uh, I tried my best to be safe. But worst case scenario, well, it was best yeah. not worst case scenario. I could still do this. So. Good deal. I mean, that that's and how many days ago was that? Um, this was the twelve. Actually, 
seven days ago to the dot, oh, like nearly to the minute. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So good for you. I mean, that's 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 pretty damn good. And uh, I'm not sure about the uh, YouTube's rules, but I'll unbandage myself and let you guys see it. I don't mind. Uh, it's just whatever Crump would like to do. It's it, again. Yeah, sure. I don't care. Mind. <laughs> so Scott, I, I hate asking this question this way. Do you you live alone? What what's your living situation? I mean, I'm young. I'm 23 years old, so I'm still with my parents, but I'm saving up every dime in the uh, crippling economy that is America. Uh, so in here we have our entry wound. Wow. And then over here we have our exit wound. See, when I was watching you on Dark Show, I I thought it went like straight like that. I didn't realize it was. So uh, yeah, that that was probably a miscommunication on my part because uh, I told myself I shot myself in the hand, and that's the most likely scenario when you just go mm -hmm. boom. Yeah, I, I was like, uh, so yeah. moral of the story is you are accepting the fact that you made a mistake, and it's more of a hey, don't do this. Yeah, yeah public service you announcement. Made a boo boo and got a boo. -boo. I, I, there, there have been a couple of times where I've racked a slide back. I'm like, holy cow, there's a round in that. Not not like I was doing anything stupid with it, but I expected it to be empty, and I racked it. I'm like, oh, shoot. Was surprised, and again, treat every gun like it's loaded, you know? Because it usually is. <laughs> so and, and never point it in any direction you don't want to put a hole in. Mm -hmm. I'm, if I'm you're using an example of that. Yeah. <laughs> The cordless hole puncher. So, Scotty, you have a new name. It's Slam Fire Scotty. Or, yeah. Are you... <laughs> if you guys can come up with something more creative, 100%, I am all about it. Uh, anybody who wants to roast me for it, please do. Learn from my idiocy. Uh, the only thing I ask of you, I'm actually premiering a new YouTube video. And excuse me for being a stupering idiot when it comes to the camera work. But when people tell you to keep the strap on you, it's not just this strap. Uh, it's this strap too, Gen 7 Cat Tourniquet. This thing literally saved my butt. Keep tourniquets near yourself and keep them openly accessible. Uh, one of the things Good that point. I learned that when this happened, um, I had to yell at my mom because I was slamming my hand against the floor just to keep pressure on it. Stop bleeding. I had to yell at her to unlock this room. That's where I keep all my trauma and medical stuff. And now I'm just keeping it all around the house. Good point. Now, do you have any experience with, like, stop the bleed, or have you ever taken any, like, medical classes? I actually am one of those weird gremlins who took one of the first cross classes for, I think it's Basic Lifesaver, but they wouldn't, like, give you that title. It was just one of those free ones where, like, hey, uh, you're donating some time with us, so we appreciate that. Uh, here's some stuff that'll maybe help you out and you hopefully never have to use, but I ended up doing it. Oh, well, at least you had some training. I'm actually taking a tech med oh. course with uh, on-site firearms training nice. uh, this weekend. I can't wait. Is that a stop the bleed ALS, BLS, TCCC? Yeah, it's pretty much every you, – you make a hole, we learn how to fix it. Cool. Um, it's not like a legit stop the bleed. It's like a little bit more involved, um, but I, I'm excited. I can't wait. Are they going to teach you on the uh, chest needle decompression? Dude, all right, yeah, you got a good class, man. Yeah, you know what I'm I do. Training. You know what I do. Freaking amazing. I just hang out. I just hang out with the doctor about ninety ninety five percent of the time. He married a doctor. I was gonna say, I'm like, isn't isn't the missus a doctor? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, Miriam, come yeah, down so here. Did you ever have to you up? bleed out? Probably. Uh, so, all right, I actually I was sitting in this chair. And I, I don't have the pocket knife handy, but a pocket knife. And I was carving a piece of wood, and I slipped, and I, like, dragged the blade across my thumb. I, like, so I just, you know, grabbed it like that. It's still, like, bleeding out. And I, like, grabbed a paper towel, wrapped it around. It was still bleeding. I'm like, I'm going to have to get stitches. My wife works at the local hospital. Now... I wasn't, I was like still in sweats, so I had to change my clothes while like I had tools out. So I had to put the tools away in the shed first. And then my wife is OCD neat. So if she comes home and the bed isn't made and the bed wasn't made. So it's like I'm making the bed with one hand because I didn't want to drip blood on it. 
<laughs> so I had, and then I had to drive my car with a stick to the hospital. <laughs> you oh, you drove a manual? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, what? It's not. I just sliced my thumb, and it, it, it was like you probably could have put a butterfly on it and kept pressure on it for like an hour or two, and it would have been okay. Like maybe if I wrapped it, it would have been alright. But it, it needed some stitches to stop the bleed, you know. Yeah. Super glue is wonderful stuff. Right, right. I probably could have got away with some super glue. Yeah, that's actually what they basically used on me. It's the um, surgery glue. It starts with a D. It comes like these little ampules. And yeah. the guy just put one on my palm, one right here. And he said, all right, well, I mean, we took x-rays. The only bone you actually broke was your metacarpal bone, which is the long bone from your knuckle to your wrist. Uh they determined that like since i could do this there was no nerve damage of course there was a lot of uh, welting and bruising inside there so they wanted to actually hold off the orthopedic interview or um exam yeah the orthopedic interview uh the, where i talked to the hand doctor um but since i could do this and the swelling would go down within 72 hours uh he then determined that that would probably be the best course of action so it's Broken, you don't have chips in there, nothing like that. Uh, I'm sorry, not broken, uh, fractured, I think is the fractured. Word. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, they said they didn't have to like cut me open again and just uh, put those um, screws or whatever they do, like the brace inside. Uh, mm -hmm, I just have to mm -hmm. keep it on a splint. Um, they would actually prefer me to take it off more often and just wash it up and just do like small exercises like this more and mm -hmm. more. I feel comfortable. I'm already like typing on a keyboard with this hand, so I mean, like, oh wow, right I am feeling. Is basically yeah. like the uh, the Terminator two, the silver guy. Right, right. <laughs> I'm pretty much on his tier right now. The poly Ali alloy. Yeah. Hey, listen, I've I know a thing or two about a, something going through my hand. Talk to those hand doctors; they're very nice people. All right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the guy actually recommended uh, a really good exercise. Uh, he said if I could figure out a way. Well, never mind. To, um, <laughs> this sort of motion and this sort of motion for about 10 to 30 seconds were they laughing night. when they told you that uh no this this is all bullshit i'm just having to joke with you i was gonna say what they tell you to give you the shock weight, <laughs> yeah. The shake weight. yeah shake weight sorry i'm thinking <laughs> oh i love that south park that's the best Hey, and yeah. for those of you listening on Firearms Radio Network, watch the video. Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, let's let's go ahead and talk about something else now that we uh, went there. Um, so we, I went to Range Day, Guns Out Range Day. Uh, you did not over the weekend. Well, the, this was at Xcal. You got to tell where it was. It was at Xcal. This is the thirty million dollar range, which is insane insanely nice yeah jared was so it's there five six million dollar men worth yeah so jared was there and jared's like oh they're starting to uh bring the cars in for the car show i was like and the guy's like no that's just a regular customers uh, there were mclaren's pulling up mclaren's and lamborghinis and ferraris so he's like no that's just our regular customers no, but Jared was there, uh, Braden from Langley Outdoors, uh, John Patton from Gun Collective, Eric from IV8888, Chad from IV8888, um, the guys from Guns Out TV were there, uh, some rival sisters, Jay the Shooter, Mr. Wilkes. Dark. Dark, yeah, Dark was there too. I wasn't um and John I was home. Free bar, German Bond. That's it. Thank you. So it was a lot of fun. Um, got to hang out with those guys. Dark got to hang out with those guys. Uh, what was it Saturday? Dark was out till no. Was it Friday? Dark was out till like two a.m. with the guys. Yeah, I left at one. I was like, I'm going home. No, you left at twelve thirty because you called me. No, twelve thirty. Okay, well, I left at twelve thirty. Whatever. I just like, yeah, I'm going I'm, home. I'm just saying, I'm kind of upset I didn't get an invite, but it's okay. Yeah. You could have came. Well, I, so I was planning on Dark hanging out with uh, the guys Saturday night. And so I told Jared to, you know, make a Slurpee. Joe, tell him he likes Slurpees or, you know, <laughs> I love I heard that. Yeah. And uh, 
What, what was the other one? Give him a Slurpee. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? There was another one. I, I think I texted Eric. I'm like, when you see dark. I, I got to look at my text message. I, was, I fell asleep text. on my couch when I got home on Saturday. So, poor dark. I think he could handle himself. He beat Chad in a game of pool, apparently. So, yeah, he did. He was very happy when he met Taryn Butler because Taryn came up and he was like, "Hey, what's up?" So, not much, Taryn. I was like, "This is my friend Dark," and, and Dark's like, "I love your stuff. I love your stuff, Taryn." <laughs> <laughs> Dark is so funny because he, yeah, yeah. Dark totally fanboys on on certain people personalities. Yeah, so I brought him to the VIP. I brought him to the VIP party, and he thought that was like the baddest ass stuff. Well, did he fanboy? More, who was the most he fanboyed over? Was it mostly just Taryn or I know somebody else? It, it, it was all of them, but but when you saw Taryn, because Taryn came up, Dark's talking to me. This is on Saturday. Um, and Dark comes, Taryn comes up behind Dark and is like, Hey, what's hey, how's it going? I was like, Not bad. And Dark turns around, and he's like, Oh, it's Taryn Butler. The guy that trained uh, Neo. <laughs> You're like, go to me. Okay, who's the guy Taren? that trained John Wick? Taron Butler, Taron Tactical. Yeah. He uh, does like competitions he, and shit. Like he that. does all the like, training to all the stars. He like does all the movies and stuff. Then he oh, like, that's probably like, why I don't know who the hell except he is. the movie Rust. Yeah, he didn't do Rust. So. um... Yeah, so Dark was like freaking out. Dark was freaking out on Saturday when I brought him. I I brought him to like the the um. Anyone know where I can get a her holster? I'm feeling risky. What's up, risky, 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 risky. <laughs> wow. No, but oh, like so on dark, Amazon. So dark. Should was, I should I drop the Amazon link? Oh yeah, go ahead. Leave your comments. You could just Hold say up. and grab a JM4 tactical holster, but that's just me. Let's what would see, be the ultimate my... power play is to uh, ask them for like a sponsorship and then uh, <laughs> just immediately fucking dirt their product. <laughs> Sorry for the F bomb. No, right. I don't do that. No, but it was uh it was it was fun. So Dark uh hung out with everyone. He was like picking everyone to bring, which is a good thing to do. Oh yeah, yeah. He he told me he was talking to a lot of guys about YouTube ins and outs. Yeah, good so so he had a lot of fun, um, which is which was some good he needed. <laughs> this was so fun. I want to tell this story. So Misty, Ron Wayne's wife, like I, I was talking to Ron. I, I think it was like ninety minutes one day. I was on the way home from a gun show, and you know Misty came home, and I, I guess I was on speaker, and she's like, "Who are you talking to?" And he's like, "Rich." She's like, "Rich who?" You know, she was all like. No, you're not. <laughs> so that that was so funny. So yeah, it, it's it's funny when like I I don't know if I was talking to John about this earlier. I think I was. I I don't know. Like I I guess in the gun community, I've met Eric and Chad, and they've just been so crazy nice. I don't think I'd be starstruck meeting anybody in the gun community. And then then uh, uh, John says, "Well, what what about Demo Ranch?" I'm like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I, no, I wasn't talking about Demo Ranch. You're talking about like, oh, you just like Eric's probably have a, has like one of the most uh, like what, the, like the biggest following. Well, and no, I was, like, no, I was, like, I was I saying, think, yeah, I was like, I think Demo Ranch uh, have, probably has the biggest following of any gun person. So let let me just say, I know somebody that knows Demo Ranch and says he's a good guy. So, but I, I'm just saying, I, I don't know that I would be like nervous. You know, I'm awkward when people come up to me and they're like, "Hey, you're so and so," and I'm like, "What?" That's that, the funniest thing. That, I, I was a, like, a I'm lot. like, really? I I brought a hundred Wolverine patches and I ran out. That so John was telling me about this earlier that a lot of the people at that are members and, and not low end members, high end members at uh, the range were were 
watching viewers of the show and, and knows know John's videos. Yeah, uh, one of the watchers of the show, we looked. I looked up his price. A three point five million dollar car. Well, when you own the dealership, you can have that car. Mm-hmm. Is Wait. that your retirement? You're gonna own a McLaren dealership? No, no, this is Lamborghini. Oh, oh. I mean, it's the same thing, you know. It's supercar, you know. Yeah. Well, no, McLarens aren't made by Volkswagen. I've t- I have I was completely making a sarcastic joke. I have no idea the difference. I'm not a car guy. Uh, I'm poor, so put it over my Yeah, I'm, I want to buy a Subaru, okay? Like, come on. <laughs> I own a Subaru. Yeah, not wanna, not impressed by any of the supercars. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, I used to be all sorts of enamored about, like, uh, an Aston Martin Vantage. And then I've seen people fixing them online. I'm like, hell no. Avoid like the plague. I, what I am interested in is the new Corvette Z06. Because, oh, hey, it's a Chevy. 670 horsepower, sexy. mid-engine. No supercharged. Naturally aspirated 600 Naturally horsepower. aspirated. Yeah, what, 8600 RPM? I mean, that's that's going to be crazy. Not that I can afford it today. <laughs> Thank you, James. I just can't get into all these new supposed supercars. Maybe it's because I grew up with, you know, uh, I learned how to drive, you know. Uh, what the hell was I running? I guess I learned how to drive a McLaren, one of the McLaren race cars on a track. That's where really? I Really? Yeah. Huh. One of my friends, I worked for him, and he's like, well, you don't know how to fucking drive. I said, yeah, I do. I got my driver's license. He said, you don't know how to fucking drive. Oh, and that's crazy. And, that is uh, awesome. Oh, God, what is the actor that used, that used to race all the time? Oh, uh, Porsches? Yeah. But what is the guy? The movie was Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Uh Died in a Porsche. It was between him and Steve McQueen were teaching me how to drive. Steve oh, jeez. That's a story wow. you hold back on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the, then the bastards, uh, Steve McQueen needed to, what the hell did he need to do? Change the brakes on his car? And the guy I was working for said, oh, Richard will do it. And he had me working on Steve McQueen's car while those two bastards drank champagne. <laughs> I'm like fuck you both. Now, did they get out and drive after drinking? No, they didn't. Oh, okay. I actually had to drive my boss home. Okay, so Tyven oh. has a Cadillac CTSV. I think he did an upgrade on the supercharger for a different pulley. I, I forget how much horsepower he's doing, but cool car, which they are rocketing up in price. So I, I think Tyven bought at the right time. You, you know what car that but, I you know what car I really really fanboyed over. Oh, I know which one you've been fanboying over. No, but no, the one I fanboyed over. The unicorn. The unicorn, but no, there was one there that I fanboyed over. Someone had oh, yeah. a nineteen seventy four Nissan Fair Lady Z. Really? Yes. I'm I don't know. Guy. I like the old, you know, the old cars that it was you in the car. The car didn't do shit that you didn't tell right. it to do. Right. Well, uh, that's what I got right now because I have a bad ABS sensor. So it's uh, uh, no no driver stability, augmentation, no no ABS, nothing right now. Here, Here's a story for you, Rich, a car story. Worked for the the guy who taught me how to drive. Was working for him for the summer. He had just bought a new trailer. And actually, he, the one day I went into work and he handed me a briefcase and he said, go jump in the semi with the guy, the semi driver. You're going up to Michigan uh, to pick up a trailer for me. Okay. 
So we go up to Michigan and it was, uh, he bought one of the race car trailers from Pizza Hut, Domino's Pizza, one of the two of them. And the guy's like, okay, did you bring the money? The fuck are you talking about? I don't have any money. I got like $3 in my pocket. And he called my boss and my boss is like, oh, give him the briefcase. $60,000 in the briefcase, cash. That must have been some trailer. Wow. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, why so did, did you, you tell me? And he's like, did you leave the briefcase? You... Yeah. He, did you leave the briefcase said... of the car with the doors unlocked? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> was in the semi. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, to answer. To answer uh, Safety Harbor Firearms, that right there is a GS30. It's a Fairlady Z2x2. So that, two that's by two. the 2 plus 2, right? Yeah, 2 plus 2, yep. Yep. Yeah, I but, like that era uh, of cars, man. Monte Carlo 88SS. Oh, man. Uh, I, I hate to say it. I, I used to be a big motorhead in love with you know the vintage Barracudas and all that stuff. I don't want to touch anything that has a carburetor or a distributor cap anymore. I want to get a Grand Prix. I just want a Buick Grand Prix. Oh, dude. All right, Walter, I got a ride. Actually, I didn't get a ride. I, when I was working as a Porsche repairman, I, I did have a customer with a 914.6, and that there's nothing cooler than being in a mid-engine car with a 50-50 weight bias a Grand and being National. in a neutral drift around a corner. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I said Grand Prix, um, but I meant Grand National. Sorry. Buick Grand National. Yeah, those things were Which was faster than the Corvette of the same year. Yes. Or badass. And the FBI had 500 special high horsepower versions of that built for them. Wow. Yeah, that was back mm. in the era, like when Hoffman was saying, the when it was you in the car and you weaponized yeah. your vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Uh, that trailer that I picked up, like, we brought it back. I worked with guys in the paint shop. We repainted the whole thing, got it beautiful. Uh, like a week later, the guy ran it into a fence. Oh, geez. The driver oh. and peeled open half the freaking trailer. Oh, wow. And it had Kurt has a grand three national. or four or 500 gallons of race fuel in the tanks. Oh, man. In the trailer. He had just filled it up with methane blue. Good God. And he's like, okay, we got to, you know, we got to redo the trailer. Uh, empty the tanks. And I'm like, where the hell do you want me to empty the tanks to? And he's like, I don't care. Just get rid of it. Man, you've never seen a tow motor run so good. Filled the tow motors up with <laughs> methane blue. <laughs> filled everybody's car up with methane blue. I'm getting 55 gallon drums, washing them out, <laughs> filling them up. And I'm like, okay, I'm about half full. I'm out of drums. I'm out of, he throws me the keys to his house. He said, go start bringing cars down. <laughs> okay. Drove his aluminum body gold wing Mercedes down, filled it oh. up, took it back, drew his uh, 930 Porsche. A uh, couple of his McLarens. What the hell else did he have? He had all kinds of shit. No, and is he that got, like good Then he got miles? mad at me when he when he found me with a 35-gallon can in the back of my car filling it up. And he's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm getting rid of the gas. And he's like, if you're going to put it in drums, I'm keeping it. It's like, you're a prick. <laughs> What's yeah. Up? Oh, that's yeah, funny. Oh, he keeps telling me. Putin keeps telling me to shave my beard again. Do it. Oh, by the way, tires on a two on a tow motor. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, Eric and Chad bought the mutant there, the, the seven six two, with the loudest brake I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that uh, brake. The the, the brakes they put on those are insane. 
It's like it's yeah, like right, a opposite suppressor. <laughs> it's like a louder. Right, right. I would uh, kill to be like that tier of rich one day, Hoffman. Just like they get so much money that I could like have a McLaren one of one Nueve, like just something completely custom built by McLaren themselves. Take it to like a car meet or something, and I'm just sitting there eating Ben and Jerry's like a total idiot. Just be like. Yeah, man, they put like a, a socket 18 gas cap on it or something. Man, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> just yeah. played absolute fool. Not like I don't even know what I got, but I just like bought it. <laughs> you know, I was watching the show on the abandoned supercars in Dubai. Oh, jeez. How they just abandoned them because basically, if you can't pay your your bills, instead of like ruining your credit, they throw you in prison. So people flee the country. And they just leave their abandoned supercars in the desert. Why wouldn't you take them wow. with you? Maybe you can't that fast. Maybe you only took the good ones. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but they have I mean, all they these guzzle gas. And there's not a whole lot of infrastructure down there, so I just yeah. run it on empty and then take something. That's what car haulers are for. What the hell? Yeah. Somebody always complains when I don't mute my phone. No, but my, 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 my yeah. phone's not muted and no one's calling. It's the FBI. The Fred? Yeah. yeah. Tapping Our friend Fred. Yeah, I don't it's know Ed, what it's, cars. It's Ed the Fed. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Goldwing Mercedes, the 55 Goldwing, or the uh, 60s vintage GT40 Ford. Oh, oh, gosh. Well, Driven so a Goldwing, a Goldwing Mercedes recently went for, I think, $150 million at auction. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know about the GT40s. Uh, <sighs> GT40s were all made in pairs. Oh, yeah? Yep. Because they were all race cars. Every single one of them was a race car. And so they'd build two, race them see what changes needed to be made and build two more. Hmm. And the guy I worked for had one, man. That was a beautiful car. We, uh, he was a prick though. Every time we went to show a car, he'd pull one of his cars next to us. Wouldn't show it in the show. <laughs> he'd just park it next to us in the spot. And his cars were all immaculate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you're a fucking prick. <laughs> so my mom was an artist so on his gt44 he had a really nice board he had made up that you know 1967 gt44 this was the whatever number car it was made it raced in le mans these years blah 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 blah, blah. and so we had my mom make up a new board for him 1967 kit car vw <laughs> engine 80 miles an hour down a big Stop. hill you know <laughs> whole thing and we put it in front of his car my dad got him away and i went and switched the boards and it looked like his board so unless you read it you couldn't tell the whole show these fucking idiots are coming up to him hey where do i get me one of them cars and oh, he's like <laughs> It's a fucking million dollar car. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, I want to build me one of them. Where do I get the kit? <laughs> and it was like three quarters of the way through the show before he realized what was going on. We're laughing our asses off. <laughs> oh, oh the judges came around to uh, judge our car. I think I was showing the gold wing at that point. And the one judge comes up to me and laughing his ass off. And he's like, I know you did that. And it's like, yeah, we did that. And he's like, that is so goddamn funny. He's like, has he realized yet? It's like, no, he hasn't. <laughs> he said, his original board is in the trunk. So I hope you don't deduct points for that. And he's like, I'm going to give you a couple of points for that. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. That was so funny. He was so mad. And the last time I saw him, you know, it was probably 15 years after the show. 
he had our sign up on his wall in his shop by the GT4. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that I love the GT40. You know, first car I went 100 miles an hour between stoplights on the street. And the first car I went 200 miles an hour on the track. All right, Rich, you can't, you can't answer this. What country built the GT40? Rich, you can't answer this. Like, I know you know the answer. Me or the other Rich? Neither of us. Neither, neither of you guys. Germany? No. Scotty? <laughs> Want to take a guess? Well, guess? Uh, Richard, they, they have plants in Germany also. What? Yeah. Uh, you want to take I'm a guess, Scotty? I know what town they were built in. In, in like, never, I can't go any further. Italy? Nope. Croatia? Nope. France? Nope. GT40. Come on, Scotty. Not uh, no Googling. Uh, no Googling. No Uzbekistan. No what, what, what was that, Scotty? No Googling? No Googling. No Googling. Not Bosnia. Uh, oh, come on. Ron Wayne, you got to know this. Poland. Not Poland. <laughs> you put it in reverse, they go forward. The UK, good. No, Chris Bullis got it. Tanks. UK, Chris Chris Bullis got it. Oh, I didn't know that. I, the, the, I, places, is the GT40 really? a Porsche? A Ford? No, Ford. it's a Ford. Uh, Ford. Yeah, I'm not a car England. guy. Oh, yeah, we we had Walter. Walter's probably been to the factory there. Yeah, those those new GTs look like the original, but they're not even fucking close. Yeah, the original GT40s were built in England. Yeah, they were a beast. This guy, when he bought his GT40, he literally bought it in boxes. It was completely <laughs> stripped apart in boxes. Wow. I was selling it over in Europe. Uh, he went over to Le Mans one, one year and found some guy who had it in boxes, and he said, I'll buy it. Here's a check. Ship it over to the U.S. Wow! Why yeah, was the GT Why, why was the GT forty built? Huh? Why was the GT forty built? built? Yeah. Oh, why? Who gets the answer? Anyone? It was well, sixty. No. Why? No. Why? why? So the why is because Beat Ford was going to buy Ferrari. And Ferrari, uh, they're, they're still out to lunch on this or de debate on this, whether Ferrari was just entertaining an offer from Ford to drive up the purchase price to Fiat. Uh, Ford, uh, Ferrari sold to Fiat, and Ford decided they wanted to punish them by beating them at Le Mans because Ferrari had the Le Mans, I think the most Le Mans wins at yep. the time. Yeah. They were and unstoppable. They beat the crap out of them. I'm looking at the spec sheet right now, though. A 7,000 cc V8. I know bikes more, but I mean that's very damn impressive for how it looks like a really small car. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Real light. Real. It's it's not a small car. It's you know. In the oh, pictures, it, it looks small because it's so short. Yeah. So there, there's but, another wow. interesting Ferrari vengeance story. Uh, Lamborghini was a manufacturer of tractors. Oh, yeah, I know this one. he wanted to meet yeah. with Enzo Ferrari, and Enzo was a bit of a recluse, and he wouldn't meet with Lamborghini, and Lamborghini said, fine, I'll build a better car. Mm -hmm. So if you look at 80s and 90s uh, auto car magazines, reviews of Lamborghinis, they would consistently make the joke that the gear shift was like a tractor. Mm -hmm. I want to get a Lamborghini tractor. Just fucking have a Lamborghini. Uh-huh. Right. Maybe you can arrange that. And Johnny Barr, with the interesting trivia, what does the 40 stand for in the GT40? Who knows the answer? I don't. I'm looking really? at Lamborghini tractors. <laughs> Uh, it was 40 inches tall. Yeah, the, the so. doors were deadly on those things. <laughs> because the it's like a regular car door. But it was but cut into the roof. Top, 
it it's cut in. It's got a panel probably, you know, this big that cuts into the roof. Mm-hmm. Well, when you don't realize that you get out of that car, it wants to cut you in half. Dude, I can, yep. I can I can get a Lamborghini tractor for for like oh my goodness for only a couple a couple a few thousand dollars. No, I'll go halves in on you for that. He's already he's probably already put a down payment on it at this point. I'll kick in <laughs> for it. We can say we own the Lamborghini. We own the Lamborghini. Yeah. Right. Take it to a car. Drive it to a car show. Tell everybody I'm bringing my Lamborghini and pull up in a tractor. Honestly, that, I think that gives that? you even it's more a cred. Lamborghini, look. I think that even gives you like more cred pulling it up, pulling up to it like that. Yeah. Lamborghini. Are you guys into bikes at all, or? Ah, I mean, I, I appreciate them. All right. Uh, so not, not like suicide vehicles, uh, crotch no. rockets, Yamaha, no. Kawasaki. All right. Harley. Yeah, did. that's uh, actually how I got my first injury on this hand. Uh, <laughs> matched up all the flesh right here to my wrist, uh, and I skid about a solid 60 yards. If I was going about 10 miles an hour faster, um, the way I landed, uh, my helmet would have probably cracked my neck up on the uh, curb. Ow. The yeah. only mo- the only action I ever got in with a motorcycle was I was drunk one night and thought it was smart. Me being almost four hundred pounds and six foot two, ish, and uh, getting on a Yamaha eighty dirt bike going down a wet hill and I didn't know how to ride a dirt bike. Thought I f- <clears throat> I fell and uh, I thought I broke my arm. Went to the hospital and they're like, "There's nothing wrong. You just got to put ice on it and don't get drunk and get on a." child's dirt bike thinking you can drive it I, yeah. I once came down from a jump and flipped a dirt bike over me i can i got some stories yeah. about motorcycles this this yeah. is why i yeah we're not getting into that john we all know you are a firefighter you've seen some gross stuff yeah i grew up on dirt bikes and then i got on a street bike not a good thing to do dude this one guy was drunk and he wrecked his bike and uh, his leg got caught on the guardrail and, and he kept on going, but it was like dead. Yep. Yeah. Not that's a good Greg. One of one of my uh, one of my uh, colleagues went over there, and he and he kicked it a couple of times and goes, "I think it's dead." Oh, oh, and, and, oh. yeah. That's that's messed. No, it wasn't a. It was an arm, I believe. It was an arm. It was an arm. Not All right, I got to tell since we're doing arm jokes. No, it was arm. My dad was, worked with a guy. And, you know, this is back when, you know, you drank at work kind of thing. So the guy was coming home and he was riding with his arm, you know, his left arm with his watch on it out the window. And he sideswiped a tree and got his arm torn off. And and he's asking, hey, where's my arm? They're like, well, you you can't have that. He's like, I don't care about my arm. I want my damn watch back. (laughs) No, but the guy, the guy we were on there had like his arm got ripped off. And he's like, I'm fine. It's like, uh, uh, we don't think so. I've seen this in a movie. What? Monty Python. Oh, you're talking about the knight? Just a flesh wound. This guy was so drunk and so high that he's like, I'm fine. It's like, oh. No, you're not. We're putting the tourniquet on your arm so you won't bleed out. You know, he needs this. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're better off just letting them bleed out. It's like, we're cool. See you later. One less idiot in the world. Some people are just too stupid to live. Yeah. It's the Darwin Award, natural selection. Yeah. Right. No, he was just, he was, he was drunk, high, and in shock. So triple protected. Yeah. Spectrum. All right, guys. I, I think it's time to wrap. Yes, it is. All right, I guys. Go around and to say where they can find you at. Rich, you, you run it. Uh, so, Flying Rich uh, everywhere, including MySpace, uh, except Instagram, where I'm Flying Rich underscore official. And up to you, Scotty. Something Original XX. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. I don't have a whole lot of social media. I try to stay away from that stuff, but. I'm growing my professional life, so you might find me on Instagram in the future. Hey, Richard Hoffman. You can find me on all the social medias. 
on whatever version of BWE firearms they make me use. Joe? You can find me at Shooting Gallery NE on YouTube, uh, also on Instagram at Shooting Gallery New England, and on TikTok at Shooting Gallery NE. Check out my backup page as well. Uh, tonight we have the Shooting Woods Podcast, episode 166. We're going to have Benny Ballistics and Bolts for Bucks on the show at 7.30 Eastern, so check it out. I'm going to use my plug time to plug Safety Harbor Firearms on Hank's show yep. on, on Utreon, Hank Strange on Utreon. It's safety Harbor so seven Fire. to nine. Yeah, seven to nine. Yeah, I'll be on there on Wednesday, I believe. Oh, cool. Yeah. Dope. And that 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 that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Remember, don't shoot your hands.